the college football experience week 10 college football reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays uh, to live in-game odds. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Hey, what's up you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride baby. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> What a glorious Saturday. <laughs> Just glorious watching all these games. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, we have three uh three top fives go down today. I don't follow the rankings. Is there three is there three top fives? I saw three bullshit teams. No, I'm joking. Uh <laughs> Alabama was six, so three uh, top six go down. Somehow they were six. Uh <laughs> I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former. Former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, oh, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, Muddy knows what's up. We got the the greatest dog in the universe in studio with us. We do. We have Muddy Waters in studio with us. He is a legend. We're tapping the Rockies. Life is good, buddy. I'm actually tapping uh, the Japanese Rockies. I guess Sapporo. There you go. Is that Osaka. Konichiwa, oh, there, buddy. There we go. All right. Uh, wow. I mean, we got a lot to talk about. I guess you know, the 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 obvious one, Patty C. I want to go chronologically, but I feel like the obvious one that everyone's going to want to talk about is the LSU Tigers and uh and good old Brian One Kelly. <laughs> I mean, thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, but more importantly, what a great win to take against, down Alabama. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's all the, the winning that matters. He didn't win all of his games, but that, I mean, in year one for Brian Kelly to take down Alabama, 
talk about ingratiating yourself to the good folks of Baton Rouge yeah. and the state of Louisiana in general. Come on. I mean, this was a, uh, well, I mean, we took LSU in the points. Um, so we can't, we, you know, I, money line play. I did not play. So, uh, but I'll say I'm not surprised because someone locked it. Who, who, who locked ooh, it? Cole? Ooh, there you go. There you <laughs> go. I, I don't I have some music for you. I feel like I got some more music for you here. Just rock me uh, out here. Let's go. Me go. There we go. I knew it was coming. A little remix, a remix, hey. Boom. Locks are rolling today. Six and three on locks, by the way. Ah, it was all right. You know, I I I had a wooden record, but it wasn't uh wasn't it wasn't uh, an all time heater. Well, I mean, yes and no. Yes and no. So uh obviously, uh I locked up the JMU Dukes. Mm. But I, I know we're we're not done talking Brian Kelly yet. But yeah. we're gonna get to the Dukes. You got yeah, a lot of we'll nerve wearing it. that hat next to me, you piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> Look, thick and thin, buddy. Thick and thin. Uh well, um, Patty C, we've seen this though all year. So this is now the fourth road test, and in all of them, Alabama's looked vulnerable. Yeah, including the game they were up twenty-eight nothing to Arkansas, let Arkansas get all the way back in the game in the fourth quarter. Um. I mean, LSU was up a lot of this game, so it's not, this wasn't a fluke. I understand the go for two. You could say, oh, they went for two. Locked it's a, it up you know, a little bit, fifty-fifty. You know, run that little pick play. Yeah, but I mean, it's funny how that gets called sometimes and doesn't get called other times. I mean, didn't Notre Dame get? Uh, uh, didn't they use that against Florida State? The same exact play when Byron Kelly was there yeah. two and, years uh, ago, and Notre Dame got called for it, right? No. Wait, wait, wait. Well, I know Clemson used it against Alabama in the national championship yeah. game. No, no, no. They they beat. Florida State on that in overtime, right? I know someone actually got it called on him one time. Maybe that maybe that was it. I don't remember. No, I think that's I, that's what it was. The the year that Clemson beat him in that hurricane, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, recently, just the season opener last year, didn't Notre Dame use a pick play to beat Florida State? Potentially. Probably. I thought it was. It was an overtime game. Remember that okay. you were telling me Florida State's back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have sworn it happens it was. a lot. I mean, that's the play to run on the goal line if they're not going to call it. I mean, and if they do, whatever, you get another chance. How do you kick the extra point? If you're down one, run yeah. the fucking pick play yeah. at the goal line. I mean, this game was awesome. It was a fucking great game, and that's at the end of the day, you know, one one that you know one headline where they said Tennessee Georgia that game was actually kind of boring. Uh, yeah, I mean, Georgia dominated them. Yeah, got out quick, and yeah. it was never close. And uh, you know they I, Tennessee dressed it up just enough. What was the final? Twenty-seven, thirteen. Yeah, they're gonna say kept it within two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, kept know. it within two touchdowns. Respectable performance by Tennessee. Um, LSU though, who I ridiculed for being number ten, and I still will. I still will. You know what I mean? Like just because you went at home. I mean, I think you're a little harsher on uh, LSU, than, but ten, 10 is too high. Ten is dude. They or have one loss the teams behind them. That, yeah, I mean, look, who who is LSU lost to though? Florida State, who's not that good, and Tennessee, and Tennessee, which is very, te- very well, respectable. Two teams with a winning record. Yeah, I think I think LSU is pretty good. I do think they're getting better each each week. That that Florida, starting with that Florida game, you know, uh, where's where's my uh, where's my tide turn? Here, I'll just say this: starting with that Florida game. What is best in life? <laughs> to crush your enemies, see them driven before you. Um. So I mean, hats off to him. Brian, I, look, Brian Kelly's a good coach. He's always been a good coach. Yeah, 
He's just, you know, been He's a little bit of an asshole. An elite coach, though. Well, it's a little unfair too. He was at Cincinnati. And, I mean, you might yeah. be able to say he was an elite coach at what Grand he, Valley. He was winning yeah, national. That's championships. what I'm saying. And then he was at what Central Michigan, and then Cincinnati Took them to the New Year's Six. Cincinnati. No, no, no. He Unde- didn't take Central Michigan. He didn't. What no, did he do? No, no. What did he do? Didn't he go undefeated with them or something? No, no, no. Stop it. Let me see, don't, Brian. Don't Kelly. offend me. What it, did he do? Look, everyone wants to say Saban and Kelly are these great fucking coaches. They are. But in action play, they didn't win no MAC championships. They didn't row that boat. All right. <laughs> That's when you find out if you're a real coach. No, he only went nine and four. That's what I'm saying. You find yeah. out if you're a real coach in the MAC because your talent level is, <laughs> is equal the same to, as everyone yeah, else. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Um, That's true. That is a, a that is a proving ground, right? Yes, there. it really is. It really is. Um, uh, yeah, and Noah says I want to hear. Shout out to the chat. Hop in the chat. Talk to us about uh, your favorite games. But uh, how about that Montana Cal Poly blowout in, in the snow in Missoula? <laughs> Colby was uh, you know reminiscing on the snow. Southern California hasn't seen it in a while. Well, there's just something pleasing about seeing a game in the snow. Like oh, yeah. all the games were up on God's eye, and I said I want to watch that one. Yeah, that's oh, what people a- don't the understand. Aesthetics of a snow game. You gotta get that going. All right, more snow, longer playoffs, home games, and boom, um, bigger playoff. Patty C. Uh, so Alabama seven and two, and like I said, each road game they probably should have lost to Texas. Uh, actually, they definitely should have lost to Texas. They should have beaten Arkansas, though. I think they were truly the better team that game. They actually, pr- you know, almost lost to A and M in Tuscaloosa, but I still think they were the better team that day. They were not the better team in Knoxville, and they were not the better team tonight in Baton Rouge. Um, they have Ole Miss next week. The second end of a back-to-back road. I mean, this is something again, something we hadn't seen much in the Saban era is a true road test. We saw that was trouble for them. The second end of a back-to-back road against a decent team here. But they lost last year when they had two back-to-back away games. That's true. So maybe uh, we'll start mm. to see a trend emerge mm. for Alabama here. Interesting. Uh, look. I think uh, Alabama maybe. I mean, they're certainly not the team they were in previous saving years. Is this a sign of things to come for Alabama? Is this a? Uh, I mean, I, I, we've said this is the end of the saving era before, but I I, I kind of want to look. I feel like they haven't lost two regular season games more than like, you know. Yeah, obviously they went six and six in his first year, but after that, I feel like it's only happened like two or three times. You know, this being the second or third. Yeah. That's that's an, an anomaly almost in the Saban era, which it raises eyebrows, especially because they don't look really legit. So, wait, you're telling me that NIL starts happening, transfer <laughs> portal starts happening, the talent level starts spreading out, and he's having a hard time winning games? Interesting. When you don't have by far the most talented yeah. team on the field, all of a sudden. When you're only one of 12 teams cheating. <laughs> hey. Hey. It's easy to look uh, really good in those situations. Um, LSU, let's talk about them because I said on last week's episode I thought Arkansas was better than LSU, and I look like a fucking idiot right now. I want you to hold that because <laughs> I want you to hold that till next Saturday because I'm going to call for a special right now. Yeah, Arkansas just lost to the Liberty, the Flaming Libs of of uh, the you know Hugh Strip Club Freeze and the and the, and the Flaming Libs. Yeah. All right? They're gonna beat LSU next week. Where is that? I mean, it's in, in Fayetteville. Fayetteville. There's a decent. They're gonna beat them. I I I see it now. <laughs> Arkansas mean, will win next week. Credit to Arkansas this week for like turning it on when they needed to. Talk about a sweat. That was the game we probably screamed at the TV most. Uh, yeah. About today. Yeah, it was very frustrating. 
I mean, they 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 some coaching methodically some, came some back. Interesting coaching uh uh tactics, I should say, there in that game because he went for a fourth down where I thought he shouldn't have went for a fourth down. Should have kicked the field, and goal. then he he kicked he punted when I thought he should have would have went for it, and uh, it almost cost him the game. But hey, he won. He's a millionaire. I'm a fucking idiot. So. Sometimes you're too aggressive. <laughs> times, uh, yeah. He held on. He got the road. <laughs> went on the road. What are they? Uh, eight and one now. Yeah. Let me remind you who made that their number one lock in the uh, preseason hey. uh, picks. Hello, shout out to Terrell Furman as well. Yeah, Terrell Furman Jr. called it on the money line today. This well, morning, man knows well, this what he's very talking show. About. Man knows what he's talking about. Uh, next up, so let's just go chronologically, all right? Because I got a million questions we want to go through. I'll tell you right now the current scores of games. USC is up twenty-seven fourteen on the Cal Golden Bears at the Coliseum. San Jose State is up fourteen ten on the on the uh, Colorado State Rams. Arizona State is losing in Tempe. UCLA has a 35 to 18 lead in the mid third and Fresno's up 41, nothing on Hawaii to start the fourth. Mm. I took Hello, the back door. <laughs> I took the 28 points. The back door is open though. Come on, let off the gas a little bit. Tedford. Um, uh, let's just hop into it. Patty C earlier in the week, we should talk. We should start off with these. All right. We had Maction Buffalo. Well, we, we talked about these on the Wednesday show, so those are irrelevant. Let's go to Thursday. Rice beats UTEP 37-30. Right. That was a great game. It's a fucking great game to watch. Uh Rice wins by seven. Rice is one win away from bowling. What is uh they're five and NC Nick four was now? all over the over here. I didn't I don't think I took the over. Who? Yeah. Who? Who is yes. gonna go bowling? Yes, the Rice is, house. Well, I don't know. The remaining three games at Western Kentucky, home to UTSA, at North Texas. Probably gonna go five and seven. Uh, Western Kentucky hung how many today? A lot. They put up uh, 59 today on Charlotte. So yeah, you can count on them probably lighting up uh, rice as well. And then UTSA is going to get them. And North, North Texas in put De- up like, in Denton, Denton Texas. Yeah. How much did uh, North Texas put up today? Uh, 52. So they're going to, their defense is going to be tested for the last three weeks of the season. We got Jake Paquin in the chat. Shout out to Jake. Uh, then we have Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, Patty C. The shots. A game NC Nick was at. I want to ask you this question. Yeah. Is Jamie Chadwell the head coach of Coastal Carolina next year? He shouldn't have been there. He he should have been picked up two years ago. The fact that he was still their coach last year is unbelievable. Okay. Well, Eli Drinkwitz got a two year extension this morning, right? Yeah. So I think that's off the table, right? We simply have Auburn. Nebraska, Charlotte, which he would not take the Charlotte yeah. job. Georgia Tech, that's where he's going. Georgia Tech, that is an interesting. A lot one. of his players apparently come from Georgia and Atlanta in particular. Arizona State, but you Dan Mullen think, lives in think, Atlanta. You think Arizona State would take take a shot at him? I think any team that isn't that needs a coach that isn't looking at him first in particular is an idiot. Georgia Tech just hired the uh, assistant athletic director of Alabama. So Bill O'Brien, I'm hearing, is the is the, the possible uh, for Georgia Tech. Yeah, front runner. Interesting. I think, I think it'd be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be. Yeah, you're right. There's, um, but what do you make? Coastal's eight and one. They're in the driver's seat now because guess what happened today? They keep finding a way to win. And, and and Georgia Southern lost today, so they were in the driver's and seat. A, and a like. choke fest. Yeah, they were up that whole game. We will get to that one. 
Uh, Friday we had Duke take down Boston College, and we should talk about that for a second because Mike Elko's got Duke six and three. They probably should be seven and two if you go back to oh, that. You uh, fuckers got that line early at six and a half. I got it at ten. I still took Duke. They did not cover for me, but they well, did you know cover why it for jumped you. up, right? Why is that? Jerk Jerkovic it didn't oh, play. Got announced. Yeah, uh, so it jumped up. Um, Nick locked it. Congrats, Nick. How do you see Duke's remaining schedule? They're six and three. Ready? Home to Virginia Tech. Seven and three. At Pitt. Could be eight and three. Home to Wake. I'll say they lose one of the last two. Probably so eight, and, eight four. and four. First season. Great first season. But if they get to nine and three, you gotta. I got mean, how ridiculous is it that we're seeing Mike Elko do this with a team that didn't bring in any talent really yeah. in the portal, right? Yeah. So that same team from a year ago won two games. Yeah. Right. And got blown out of almost every game. Like severely blown out. It was like yeah. almost Kansas bad, right? Yeah, it's true. They were awful last year. He takes that team, and they look way better than the. Uh, There's four ACC you know coaches what that hired. Does? There was four ACC coaches hired this past year. Yeah, Mario Cristobal, Tony Elliott, and uh, and Brent Pry, and then Mike Elko. Yeah, he's clearly the the cream of the crop of that class. I just can't believe those other institutions didn't even look at him. Maybe they did. Like, why didn't Virginia Tech even? We 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 knew this from the start. Now I I, I still thought the pry hire might work out, and it yeah. still might. I mean, there's something about getting a guy who is the right fit for the program. I just knew Elko wherever he went was a great coach. I just thought he went Notre Dame. Get, yeah, Wake no, he started Forest, at Wake, and he yeah, had Wake at like the top forty defense yeah. in America. Wake, yeah. Notre Dame, A and M, three or two similar, I guess, programs, and then A and M, a kind of different program, but still successful at all three. Being at Wake and 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 Notre Dame were uh, he he was a cultural fit there too, but he, he could have uh, Tech is very similar Dude, to Texas A and M. All these schools, all these schools whiffed. Yeah, all these schools whiffed on Leipold, and they whiffed on Elko, uh, and it's showing very fast. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and you're right, and you know what it does? It lends credibility to your idea that, and you don't necessarily always say this, but I think I'm gonna say this for you. You you have to acknowledge, and you do acknowledge that at the top of the recruiting rankings, those teams often win national championships. But you've said before the difference between like number ten and number sixty yeah. is not that big. And a coach like Elko taking a team like Duke, a, a gutter team last year, and making them top twenty-five level. And Miami, I bet you would chart in the top ten or fifteen recruiting talent-wise. Yeah. yeah. And 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 another thing is like I I still believe that 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 is jaded. You can hear all these things, and I know twenty four seven sports they're they're a business just like anyone else. So they ha they try to yeah they try to milk but those. They things. want yeah. their recruiting rankings to m m like reflect the teams that are the most successful. And uh, you, I think recruiting is a little bit important. I don't think it's the main driving factor. People say, "Well, look at Alabama and Georgia," and I would argue that the scheduling, the scheduling, I think is more. I think it's vastly important, but I think. The other things are also, I mean, when you get to that level, and I'm just you, saying like Hendon hookers was the, 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 the preseason or not the preseason before today, yeah. the the leader to win the Heisman. He's a fucking three-star recruit and Virginia tech was starting a fucking quarterback that can't even start at San Diego state over him. Yeah. That is sheer coaching. Yeah. Right. Well, I, that, and that, someone that, didn't review his talent level then. Right. That That's what I'm saying is you got dudes that like jump off screen as like so much better than everyone else. And you're like, Okay, that that dude's important to get. Beyond that dude, there's a million dudes that are like 
high three star, low four star levels. That it's just about coaching. Saying, at that dude, point. they were talking about Lad McConkey being a uh, a three star that no one really. Uh, and I'm like, how how did he end up at Georgia? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, uh, and and I think today you saw. I mean, Stetson Bennett is a guy that's a fucking walk on. Yeah, I look. I have shit on Stetson Bennett as much as I could. He made me look like a fool in the playoffs last year. The guy's a winner. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, but he was a three star, and he was. He wasn't even a three star. No, he, no, he was a zero star. He was a zero yeah. star. Wow. And he won a national, ch- a, 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 a invitational championship. All right, I don't call him national championship. There's never been a national champion <laughs> until we get a large playoff. There's there never been go. a national champion. Um, but I mean, Grayson McCall, dude. I mean, you watch some of these guys today, or not even today, any Saturday, yeah. and you're sitting there saying, "If your coach is putting you in a position to win, you're going to look great. And if your coach is putting you in a position to lose, even if you are great, you're going to look like trash." I mean, we we can talk about Miami being in the top ten or fifteen every year preseason, or Texas, or I mean, the elephant in the room this year. Uh, I think I saw something on Twitter. And I, this is me on tw- seeing it on Twitter, so I do not know how. F- truly factual this is, but it was stating that a and M based on recruiting rankings should be the third best team this season. Yeah. And I might not get more than three wins this season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, that's I mean a, and that's a guy that's won a national championship. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. It's not a coach with no yeah. coaching chops, but uh, he's not coaching really well right now. Uh, talk about the other game on Friday. Uh, UConn. 27 UMass 10 Northeast football is back. The, the guy's gotta be mentioned for fucking coach of the year. He's gotta be. And you know, he's what? gotta be. And if not, it's, it's blasphemy because it's, it's, <laughs> he's, he's doing an unbelievable job. What is their record right now? Five and five, five and five. They're going to go bowling in year one. Maybe Well, his remaining two games, Liberty this next week That's an L. in at the wrench though. I think that's going to be a game. Hey, no he one got Fresno at the wrench. <laughs> no one goes in the wrench uh, so without getting their nuts twisted. <laughs> Then he goes to West Point to take on Army. Uh, that could be a loss too. We'll see. It's going to be very interesting to watch them down the stretch. But he's doing an unbelievable job at UConn. He's only got two games left. Yeah, man. Okay, going to be tough. Yeah, dude, it's five and five. He's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. He is. Then we had Oregon State lose. To, dude, they were up. I watched this game most of it, and they didn't trail the entire game until uh, till twelve seconds left. <laughs> It's so Oregon State it hurts. <laughs> their their quarterback Ben Ben Goldbranson Ben go go get the fuck out of uh, the state of Oregon uh, was he threw for a nice one eighty seven yards quality twelve quality. of nineteen eighty seven yards dude I've told you this I told you this and and I that sucks because I have the over on Oregon State at six and a half yeah <laughs> that would have been the one they still have three games though Cal Arizona State and Oregon I think they'll get there. Um, they're a good team, dude. They're a quarterback away, and I've said this before, so people are going to say hey, he's talking about it again. They're quarterback away from being a top ten team, yeah. in my opinion. I agree, dude. They should have beaten USC. They should have beaten Washington on the road. If I'm them, I would be calling Hank Bachmeyer. I'd be calling Jeff Sims. I would be calling all these people there tampering because there's no fucking rules yeah. in college athletics. There's right literally a hundred quarterbacks, yeah. hundred twenty quarterbacks. Probably more than that. Uh, how about what team were you watching today? Liberty. Liberty's not like they're. Liberty's played five different quarterbacks this year, and they're fucking eight and one. Yeah. I mean, can we get Hugh Freeze involved with the fucking space program? <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> I mean, hey, here's the worst part. Liberty's eight and one. 
there's a decent chance they finish eleven and one here. Uh, and they are going to be playing in the Chimichanga Bowl <laughs> against. Uh, it's a joke. The CFP didn't even they don't even they, they don't even acknowledge them. Uh, they have yeah. Texas with three losses ahead of a one-loss Liberty team who lost by going for two. Yeah, against Wake Forest, who's a good team. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly yeah, was a good team. Um. Okay, then we get to this morning's action, and uh, Air Force beats Army thirteen-seven. I hope you listen to good old pick motherfucking Dundee because I locked up the under 40. I also locked up army plus seven. Oh, and you can take that to the bank, baby cash money, baby. (laughs) Shout out to lane Elliott in the chat and everybody. Noah says Josh Gaddis is a terrible offensive coordinator. I'll be honest, he won the what the Broyles Award or whatever the fuck it is for the offensive player or the offensive coach. Oh uh, yeah, Broyles. Broyles yeah, I think. yeah. Um, I wasn't sold. I <laughs> thought it was Jim Harbaugh. I was like, that's Jim Harbaugh. I saw that yeah. at Stanford. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Gaddis had a little influence on it, but ba- basically Harbaugh had to wrestle back the reins and be like, no, we're going back to running the ball. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Patty C. Western Kentucky fifty nine, Charlotte seven. West Kentucky can score. We thought with uh, I, 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 who's Texas Tech? Uh, the under on Western Kentucky. I'm gonna eat shit on this one. I think. What's I, the? I can still actually. I believe it was eight, eight and a half. I can still get this. I can still get this because they their play record right now. So they are six and four, right? They are home to Rice next week. Chippy team at Auburn. Cadillac will ride in any weather. Patty C. Oh yeah. And then at FAU, still possible. They need what? So they have six. I think I can still hit this. I think, yeah, we'll Wait, see. You, you, you bet the under Yeah. on eight and a half. Yeah. Western Kentucky. We're talking about. Yeah. They have to go to Auburn. Yeah. They're going to lose that game. Watch out. You, you think Auburn's uh, you think Auburn's still got Bo Jackson back there. In the I think field. Auburn just Joe took uh, a Mississippi state to <laughs> the wire. Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> the goat. Um, Western Kentucky's good though. What are the co- let me see the standings in the CUSA? Can we see the standings in the CUSA? Yeah, let me get that pulled. I'm up. very interested because I know UTSA. By the way, I think I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think today was a power day for my locks, uh, my my win total locks with uh, UTSA getting that dub in a wild one. That was a fucking wild game uh, against. Uh, UAB there, they had a 14 point lead with like three minutes. That left. was a while. And then UAB sent it to overtime. Dude, how uh, U- UTSA was the most predictable like team uh, this season. They just won the games that I thought they might lose. That's why I, 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 I don't know if I locked the under on them, but I took the under on them. And you argued with me. I did argue. No, with I you. think you might've locked it. I, like I think that was our one battle, lock battle in the uh, preseason. Well, now. buddy. Well, let me see. I, I'm not there yet, but seven and two is seven and two. What's that it. remaining schedule? CUSA. Let me get over to UTSA. Um, they it's a cakewalk. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was. Uh, they have Louisiana Tech at Rice could be dangerous, and then UTEP at home. They'll get there. Oh yeah, they'll get to nine. They um, get to ten, I think. Yeah, but uh, here's what happened. I said they were going to lose their first three. They beat Army in overtime, but and they one also should have beat Houston. They blew like a twenty-one triple point. overtime. Yeah, Fair yeah. enough. No, no. Even I, to get to overtime, I, I'll though. give them yeah, credit. Yeah. I think they are good. But then the other game that I said after I thought they would start zero and three, I said it was going to be hard for them to win the rest of their games, even though I thought they were better than almost every team on there. But at UAB would be dangerous. Lo and behold, that one goes to overtime. They get the win there, 
Hey, we, they're exactly who we thought they were. They're slightly better than I thought they'd be. And credit to uh trailer for that. Jeff yeah, trailer and Jeff credit trailer. to you for, uh, for being on that Colorado. Maybe you give the guy a phone call. Just an idea. Just a thought. Just, a thought. just an idea. Just an idea. <laughs> um, Patty C Ohio state 21 Northwestern seven. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. The reason why TCU was ranked seventh was they couldn't establish leads. Right. They, we wanted to see a more uh, solid uh, ground attack and air attack. They were uh, kind of one-sided. The defense didn't show up. The offense had games where what <laughs> the fuck is this? All right. Yeah. Well, well, you guess who's uh, the only power five that hasn't won a game in America. All right. Uh, Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah. Guess who That's lost true. to <laughs> Southern Illinois. Who's like in the middle of the fucking Missouri Valley conference. Northwestern. Yes. Yeah, I mean that was an atrocious first half. I'm sure the uh folks in the committee they I, e- they even give them the shittiest possible back-to-back away game. And they still almost struggle. almost uh yeah, I guess I, I don't think they almost lost. They were clearly the better team, but sure. They it, they found it, a yeah. way to get it done in the second half, but they did start really slow. I mean, and I, I'm not even going to shit on Ohio State fans. They they clearly admitted as far as I saw on Twitter, they're like, "Dude, this is not good. We're just not playing well." Do I think that's going to be a weekly thing for Ohio State? No, obviously they haven't done it, but you know they hit a tough back-to-back. Well, we won't know the next two weeks, but we will know the th- the third. We week will figure now. it out. Yeah. They have the comfortable confines of Columbus, Ohio, though, to play Michigan in. Uh, so we really won't get to know Ohio State until the playoff, and at that point, it's too late. Um, uh, I mean. I mean that, that's where where were they put TCU? You think the the stupid invitational committee members that are all bought and paid for? Uh, this week I can't imagine they put them any lower than what four. I want to look at the rankings real. I'm quick. sure they'll find a way. Say well, you know. Yeah, Alabama lost close, so we'll put yeah. them up. No, Alabama Georgia- lost to a top ten team. Georgia will be one. Uh, Ohio State will be two, Michigan will be three, uh, TCU will be four. TCU should be ahead of Michigan. Yeah, I mean their schedule has been way tougher. If the if the committee twelve, we talked about this in the studio today. Big twelve is I don't care what anyone fucking says. It is the best conference in college football this year. It is the best. Yeah, SEC is second best. Third best, Big Ten. You know the Big Twelve though would. I understand that they don't get in nearly as often as the other conferences. And that really hurts the perception of the league because you can't win the big games if you're not playing in them. But if they do get in, it would really help the, the, the perception if they would win one, at least one of them. I don't give a shit about perception. All right. I give a shit about like, I the watch reality the, of the situation. Yes. Is yes. <laughs> yeah. The, they are playing a tougher schedule than Michigan is. Um, let me ask you this. Can we make a case or is this silly talk? You think the Pac-12 could be better than the Big Ten? Mm, convince me. Well, you got Ohio State and Michigan at the top. Who's the third best team in the Big Ten? Illinois, because they lost today to Michigan State, who got housed by Washington in Seattle. <laughs> True. I would say that's a different Michigan State team slightly, but what do you mean? They had eight players suspended today. True. It's true. <laughs> eight, it's not a, like six. Not of a good them, argument. On six my of part. them were starters. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, let me see who else in the Big Ten would be part of that conversation. I'm just curious, like if you took UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Utah, because and your fifth best team would be Washington, your sixth would be Oregon State, 
and you pair them with the top six. No. I mean, I think you assume that Michigan and Ohio State are better than anyone in the Pac-12. I don't know that I want to make that assumption with Michigan. Maybe Oregon or USC is better I think, than Michigan. I think I even think you know Michigan did cancel the game against UCLA, so I will give UCLA a little bit of a, a leg up there. Yeah. I'm just not ready to say Michigan because they played Hawaii and 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 you know a bunch of a shitty teams at a conference. Sure, I mean they. I don't think they've done anything. They beat Maryland by seven. So. I don't think they've done anything to deserve us to say they're flat out better than all of those sure. teams. I agree. I agree with you on that. I think Ohio State. Well, Ohio probably, State, the Notre Dame wins looking a lot better. Yeah. Um. So we have that, and then the win at Penn State is pretty. And history yeah. tells us that Ohio, based on the talent level that they have, that Ohio State is probably. Would be favored over. So let's. Who do you think the best team is in the Pac-12? I, I mean, I mean, I know we're just we're we're just splitting hairs here, but I'm saying, just uh, mm, if gun I gun to your head, gun to your head, the on best a team. neutral location right now, I take Oregon. But so it would be Oregon, Ohio State. We saw that last year. Oregon beat them in Columbus. Right. Fuck you with a horrible <laughs> coach. All right. Uh, no, but uh, obviously last year doesn't matter. But I think that's a good game, right? Yeah. I would. I would slightly favor Ohio, Ohio State. State. Utah was a good game last year. Yeah. Ohio State's not leaps and bounds better than the upper echelon of the uh, Pac-12. Clearly, we know that. I don't know that Ohio State's as good as they were. Dude, last I, year. I'm telling you right now, if you gave me USC and Michigan, I might take. USC I think I, I think I take USC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at number three, you got to remember USC. Again, we're almost, Look, I hate USC. Yeah. I I like Jim Harbaugh to beat USC every time they ever fucking played. All right, but yeah. I hate USC. But at the same time, they lost on a two point conversion. <laughs> All right, and at one of the on hardest the road, places yeah. to win in America. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Penn then, State. What about? So Penn State's the third best team. You think? Mm, Penn State, Illinois. Who do you go? I'd probably go Penn State. Okay. So Penn State against UCLA. I'll take UCLA. Yeah, I think so too. DTR is dynamic. So because UCLA beat Utah, so I would have Utah ranked fourth. So then you have Illinois, Utah. Who would you take? Or do you put Illinois over Wisconsin? Did they beat them straight up? Yeah, they, they whooped them. They wasn't even okay. close. Yeah, um, Utah and Illinois. I'm taking Utah all day. Easy. I th- I'd lay. I'd lay like eleven. Yeah. That. So we just went through the top and maybe like nine, but yeah, a high number. But I'm just saying we just went through and we said we take three Pac-12 teams over. Yeah, it's true. And then and then the, it gets interesting because if your fifth best team is Wisconsin. The fifth best team in in the Pac-12 is Washington. I don't know. I mean, Washington did put it on Michigan State. Michigan State beat Wisconsin. I know that, like, if you do this, it can all get stupid. But I'm saying, like, I think that's a game. Well, who's that? Wisconsin and who? And Washington. And Washington. That is a game. I don't know who I'd take there. Um, yeah. Y- and then y- and then who's your sixth best team? Would it be fucking Purdue, mm, Iowa, Maryland, Maryland Purdue, I- Iowa? I would take Iowa over those teams. So then Iowa, Oregon State. Who would you take? Oregon State. I would take Oregon State too. Uh that's a great point. So we might have Ohio State better. And, and I'll take Colorado to beat Northwestern. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Not that big of a stretch there. But after today, that's maybe. a close game, though. Yeah. That's a close game. Um, let me say this though. Is the is the O on the back end of their uh record um the thing that's really elevating the likes of Michigan and Ohio State over the Pac twelve? Who the well, Pac twelve upper crust, Oregon's lost to Georgia, right? Yes. On the road essentially. Uh, USC lost to Utah and on Utah the road. Utah lost to Florida on the road. Utah lost yeah. to Florida on the road, and uh, but, UCLA but if lost. If Utah to just scheduled like Michigan, they would have played Southern Utah, the Thunderbirds, and then they would have taken on, you know, uh, Hawaii and and uh, Nevada, and they'd be undefeated right now, and we'd yeah, have number two exactly. in the fucking nation. So exactly. we're not rewarding teams that schedule fucking aggressively, and and that that that's whose conference schedules uh, tough road games. 
What was it? UCLA lost to Oregon on the road. Yeah. Oh, how about this though? How about this? Washington State beat Wisconsin in Madison. And Washington State's like the seventh or eighth best team in the in the Pac twelve. That's true. Uh, dude, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say the Pac twelve is better than the Big Ten. I think you have convinced yeah, me. I, yeah, I think I think you go one Big Twelve, two SEC, three Pac twelve, four Big Ten, five Sun Belt, <laughs> six AAC, seven ACC, seven ACC, maybe. Maybe. Could UTSA beat Clemson? I think that's a game. <laughs> CUSA against ACC. How fucking bad is the ACC? ACC dude? is bad, man. Um, Oink Oink says Oregon State would lose to Iowa nine nothing with six turnovers. I think Oregon State would beat Iowa this year. Now I'll say if it was in Iowa City, I would take Iowa, but on a neutral site, I would take. The Oregon reason State is because Oregon State actually has a dynamic run game. Yeah. And they, well, they, Oregon State's got a good defense. Yeah, they both yeah, have good defenses, yeah. but. Oregon State's offense, while not that, but explosive. that lawn chair, that like Petrus, they both have lawn Petrus is a lawn chair that doesn't throw the, as many interceptions. Oregon State's lawn chair might give Iowa three touchdowns. That's true. <laughs> he is terrible. The happy feet. Ah. <laughs> uh, next up, Patty C. Florida forty-one, Texas A and M twenty-four. Jimbo, Jimbo, Jimbo. Hold on. Jimbo. Can we talk about this? Let's talk about this for a second. AM is three and six with the third best composite in America. Got a composite uh, recruiting rankings yeah. or composite talent ranking? Talent ranking uh, that I saw. Yeah. I, I'm not backing this up. This is a tweet. So yeah. it's probably, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it sounds about right. Uh, Patty C., can I ask you? AM heads to Auburn next week. Who's winning? That's a tough one. <laughs> I'm A&M taking Auburn, took a, man. Took an L to Florida. Florida's decent. They're not good. They're not great, but they're they're, they're solid. Uh, and they got shellacked though. That game was in uh, College Station. In College Station, they just got rolled by Florida. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Auburn. I'm taking Auburn. I'm taking Auburn too. Then they got the JFK Bowl as UMass comes into College Station. That <laughs> might be a game. Clap, clap. That might be a game. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no way that's a game. Uh, then they have LSU. Uh, this team is not. They're gonna go. They're gonna win four. They're gonna go four and eight at best. Five and seven. That's a terrible year. Terrible year for AM. Go put on some overalls and uh <laughs> march around with your tiki torches and I don't know, creep everyone out. Um North Carolina 31, Virginia 28. If you took North Carolina like us, uh minus seven, this was one of the most brutal <laughs> beats. This is uh, Oh man, this is tough. North Carolina, to their credit, has the the best onside kick, kick unit I've ever yeah. seen. Right? They're going for a touchdown <laughs> if you go onside against them. But except this time, because of the app game, right, he got won. down to the twenty five yeah. yard line and took a knee. Because exactly, App State put uh, scored ten points in or four. Well, how many did Apps score? Like uh, ten points and yeah. yeah, something crazy. I don't know. Or maybe they scored forty two in the fourth. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um. But but then they even got penalties down to the one one yard line, and they took the knee. And and look, Virginia got two personal fouls the place prior. Yeah. And I, if it was me and Mac Brown, I would have been like, "Hey, fuck, fuck you. you, let's yeah. run this in." Dude, that was a bad look for Virginia. But I get it. You want to get chippy, whatever. But like, uh, the game is over, and you're still on back to back plays, getting personal fouls. That said, Tony Bennett, whether you like to uh, admit it or not, Tony imp- Bennett or Tony uh, <laughs> uh, Tony Elliott, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. The similar name. No, one's a good coach, yeah, one sucks. Okay. Right. Tony Elliott, I should say, uh improving a little bit. Um no. That's just North Carolina. That's com- just North Carolina. Fair enough. North Carolina 
has struggled in uh, Charlottesville. Patty C. Tulane, 27, Tulsa, 13. They avoid the letdown spot. I'm glad NC Nick swayed me. I was about to take Tulsa, and then NC Nick swayed me to Tulane. So shout out to NC Nick. I think I took Tulsa in that one like an idiot. Tulane is eight and one. Dude, eight and one. Buddy. I will say we have to talk about this game, but I would say if it had had Kansas State held out and gotten a spot in the Big Twelve Championship game, which may may still be alive. Oh, then, I think it's still very much alive. Yeah. Then Tulane, uh, Tulane has to be in consideration for a, a top ten spot at that point. You know, that's probably not good enough for the playoff, obviously, but they would be the favorite coming out of the ACC for the New Year's Six bid if they can win out. Certainly. You would think. Yeah. I mean, who else is even in contention? For I that? got no idea. And it doesn't matter at all. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I never pay attention. Col- to Colby is disgusted by the very concept of a bowl game. Yeah. Yes. A, an I eleven or twelve and one conference champion going to a, an irrelevant yeah, consolation in some game. fucking stupid dome and fucking, I admire uh, yeah. you for your, uh, your, your committed disgust to that. But for those of you that Michael Pratt would probably sit out. Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? Got we'll end handsome. up watching the third string quarterback at Tulane against the second string uh, quarterback at fucking Oklahoma state or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. And then, and then uh, we can hit the message boards and talk shit. <laughs> told you, told you they were better. Uh, Patty C. Uh, two lanes remaining schedule. And by the way, let me pull up that AAC race because that is going to be fantastic down the stretch. This Friday, my East Carolina Pirates play in Nippert. What do you think is going to happen there? I think we can win that game. I'm not sold on Cincinnati being that good this year. And you got that athlete. What's his name? That r- little Keaton running Mitchell. Keaton Mitchell. Waterbug. So right now, two lanes undefeated in the AAC. Yeah. What? Here's the deal. This is awesome. So SMU beat Houston today. So right now the pecking order is Tulane undefeated. UCF is four and one. Cincinnati's four and one, but UCF has the tiebreaker over Cincinnati. Yeah. SMU is three and two, but guess what? They play Tulane in two weeks, right? Okay. East Carolina's three and two. They have the tiebreaker on UCF. And they play Cincinnati uh, and Houston, who is still alive as well, even though they lost today. Now I'm curious to look at what UCF's remaining schedule is. UCF's remaining schedule, what well, South Florida, I believe. Uh, so it's to, at Tulane next week, then home it's to Shumongous. Navy, then at South Florida. That that game next week is for a spot in the AAC championship. Not necessarily. No. Not necessarily because if East Carolina beats Cincinnati. Right. Yeah. Uh, and UCF was to drop one to either Navy or South Florida, which probably won't happen to South Florida. But I, I think Navy could. If UCF yeah. drops to one of those two, yes. But assuming they don't, then UCF would have the tiebreaker on Cincinnati and on uh, Tulane. Yes. And they'd be basically be in. So I, yes. I would say next week is seventy-five percent chance that game determines a spot in the AAC championship game. Well, and it could be a situation where if ECU beats Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Um, then the winner of the ECU Houston game on the final week of the season, right? If assuming Houston would win the next game, yeah, uh, would be playing would be to to get in the AAC championship. Now, here's what's interesting: is if UCF, knowing that they were already in the AAC championship, did not play their starters against two against South Florida. They would, right? Because it's that rival, right? 
They probably would, but how would they have booked their ticket? Oh, because no, they the UCF is the one that has no room for error. They can't. Oh lose. yeah, you're right. They, you're right. You're right. Tulane, if they beat UCF, even if they, they lose they to Cincy, they're probably still going. So interesting. Yeah, I don't know. That's a big game, but there are there are probably what all six of those teams very much alive, depending on yeah, how those. I mean, it's ac- and they all play each other the final weeks. Yeah. That, that's what's fantastic about this is you got well SMU dropped like a hundo on uh, on Houston today, so SMU will have the tiebreaker on on Houston, uh, but SMU's remaining schedule at South Florida next week, at Tulane and home to Memphis. Memphis could play spoiler. Uh, down the stretch here, if the things break right for the Stags. Let me ask you this: yeah. What percent of casual fans are paying attention to this? Uh, none. None. And guess what? In a larger playoff. Yes. If we had automatic qualifiers, do you know how fucking awesome this would be? Just an idea. Just an idea. Yeah, it would be. Lit. Call me a lunatic. Call me a lunatic. No, they can't beat the Power Five. Kidding me? <laughs> There's no way Tulane could win in Kansas State. Right. No way Kansas State could beat Oklahoma. Yeah. So I'm saying, there's, kidding me, kidding me. No way, Kansas State can beat Oklahoma State by 48. <laughs> uh, next up, Patty C. Maryland 10, Wisconsin 23. I hope you listened to me. This was easy. In the rain, football weather, baby. Jim Leonard is doing it, and we need to do a segment right now. I actually did listen to you. I tailed you on that, and that cash for there me as well. There you go. There you go, Patty C. All right, he hit it. All right. Let's go, baby. The Big Ten West is amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Define Big, amazing. Well, this is what's great. <laughs> this is what's great. And this is me maybe just being the asshole that I am, Patty C. Yeah. Everyone no, no argument. No I, argument. I saw people say it, oh, Kirk France has got to step down, right? Yeah. It's gotta, you know. <laughs> uh well, Iowa went on the road to Purdue today and beat the tar out of him, right? They did. So uh the Big Ten race right now in the West. Fucking great. You have Illinois at four and two. Um, both their losses were to the Big Ten East in Indiana and Michigan State, right? Yeah. So they would have some tiebreakers. But you have Wisconsin at three and three. Wisconsin beat Purdue. They have the tiebreaker there. But Iowa is also three and three, and they beat Purdue. They have not played Wisconsin yet, right? Well, <laughs> Iowa has yeah Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Nebraska. Well, then you have Minnesota, who's three and three as well. This is awesome. This is very awesome. There's a lot of carnage here. That's gonna happen. <laughs> my thing is, I see a path for my Iowa Hawkeyes to get to uh, to get to the Big Ten championship. Are we potentially looking at the first lawn chair special six way tie <laughs> for the, uh, Big Ten West? Dude, Iowa hosts Wisconsin. This is definitely going to be a 13 10 game. You got Lawn Chair Mertz against Lawn Chair Petrus. Going to be a garage sale, and I can't <laughs> wait for it. Um, that's a huge game, Patty C. And also, Purdue still plays Illinois. You could be looking at a great scenario here. All those teams are alive. My ticket for Iowa, oh, wait, wait, no, my ticket for Minnesota to win the, the Big Ten West, still alive, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you like high school football, which a lot of you do, if you like high school football from the nineties and the eighties, then go watch Iowa versus Wisconsin next week. And you're going to see, you know, offenses with quarterbacks who don't throw for more than a hundred yeah. yards. It's going to be great. I couldn't help, but think watching that uh, Ohio state Northwestern game that was in the wind and a little bit of rain. And I thought, you know, 
this is why the Big Ten championship should be played outdoors. Yeah, but again, the, oh no, let's cater to the one team that is fast as shit on a, on goes down to Florida to dome. get their yeah. athletes. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's it's everything that the big like the Big Ten has these guys. Watch Wisconsin, Maryland in the rain. Yeah. This is the. This is yeah. like, and I know, I know a lot of other people. Uh, the, they should play at Lambo and Soldier. Just yeah. go back to back each year. Let's reward the team that gets all their talent from you know nationally, out of state, and not reward the teams that you know that, go local. Yeah, you that know? are the real heart and soul of the Big Ten. That's right. All right. That's right. Um, that race is gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be absolutely fucking fantastic. Get that, get that game out of that filthy fucking roller rink in Indianapolis. All right. Right now, I asked you this pre pre episode. I want you to share it with the people. Michigan, Ohio State. You said you're taking you're go. taking the home field advantage. Of course. I mean, I feel like it's pretty prevalent. Yeah. In that game in particular, yeah. uh, with them kind of looking very similar in terms of uh abilities. I mean I don't know that I, I agree that Ohio State is even a hair better than Michigan on a neutral site. I think some. I think that's the general. They assessment. just gave us a better sample size. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Now here. Michigan didn't look great for a, a couple quarters against Rutgers, but Rutgers yeah. is better than North- Northwestern considerably. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. Michigan ended up blowing the doors off of them. Yeah. So I, I think those are two very evenly matched teams. I actually think Michigan's going to get it done on the road, but I have zero confidence in that. We'll see. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I think Ohio State's going to beat them. Um, next up. Texas Tech twenty four, TCU thirty four. Patty C. Uh, TCU storms back. I think they were down. I don't know seven something like that at one point. Yeah, I mean maybe. I mean the the committee says they want game control, but maybe the, maybe you pay attention to the fact this team performs well in the second half. Maybe you reward the fact that they can make adjustments, unlike my JMU oh, or, Dukes. Or maybe you reward the fact they played two more fucking away games than everyone else in front of them. True. The that fuck, um, Patty C. They are at Texas next week. Texas, tough. Texas. Now the Big Twelve race, highly entertaining right now. So right now it would be TCU Texas in the Big Twelve championship. But the problem is, is someone's going to lose that game, and if it is Texas, they're out. Well, not only are they out, then they would have three losses, and they would have a. Uh, they'd be. It would just get really crazy. I kind of think, you know, I called for Baylor, Kansas State preseason. Both very much alive. Both very much alive, but I don't I mean, I guess you know what's crazy is TCU really could lose the next two weeks. They're back to back away games at Texas, at Baylor. And don't sleep. I'm telling you the game that's dangerous. Iowa State's defense. I remember what they did to Kansas. Remember what they did to Texas? I think Iowa State's defense is really good. Do they that's have- the final game of the year they, they get Iowa State? TCU's not running the table. <laughs> they are not running the Dude, table. Those three games right there are tougher than fucking Clemson's whole schedule. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Get out of here with this shit. Uh, TCU, yeah, the back-to-back road against Texas and Baylor, at best, in an in in a by itself would be uh, probably like fifty-one percent in either of those games. But uh, the Baylor game on the second end of the back-to-back, especially taking a body blow from Texas, they're gonna lose one of those two. Yeah. They are going to lose one of those two. Uh, Kentucky 21, Missouri 17. <laughs> did you see how this game was? Uh, did you see the roughing the putter in this? I, I did not. I, I did not watch it. 
I don't think any of this game. Sorry. So a snap goes over the punter's head. Yeah. In a critical spot for Missouri to get the ball back and go and win. Yeah. Goes way over his head. He goes and gets it, and he gets the punt off as he's getting blasted because he got the punt off and it was not blocked. It was roughing the punter, and he got injured and taken out of the game. Oof. <laughs> Missouri's punter. This is. Oh, Kentucky. Because no, Missouri was going to get it back. This decided the outcome of the oh, game. So they got automatic yeah. first down. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. So it's like if they just snapped it normal. Yeah, they get the ball. Yeah, and they, they have, they have a, chance a chance to win. To win. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> it messes up at the perfect level. Oh, Stoops! And, his, get and, and yet at Stoops all. gets closer to his his contract, uh, where he gets yeah. like an extra five million dollars, greatest contract in sports besides Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> um, what, Patty? See, they extended Drinkowitz. He's four and five, right? He's at Tennessee next week. That's an L. Four and six. Then they get the the SEC rival New Mexico State coming to town. Well, if Missouri could give Alabama that much or Georgia rather that much trouble, they might be able to give Tennessee that. Well, much maybe trouble. if it was in Columbia, but in Knoxville now, probably not. No, um, and then they're home to Arkansas. They can still get to a bowl, but they got to win two of three. What was this? What was the one after uh, Tennessee? The SEC matchup against uh, New Mexico State. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. The annual conference. Yeah, conference next play. year, the, the I think next, it's weird. They never go to Las Cruces. Yeah. You would think it's since you like invite them in one. your conference yeah. that you would do like a home, you know, home I feel like every thing. other year yeah. no, you would get like, to play uh, in Las Cruces, but uh, not the case. A 20 for zero uh, <laughs> setup. They not have the there. case. Yeah. Uh, and then Arkansas. So they gotta, they gotta go two and one. It's possible. I couldn't believe I woke up this morning and saw the extended drink two years. I don't know. That was this morning. Yeah. Uh, lowered expectation, lowered expectations. <laughs> Georgia Tech twenty eight, Virginia Tech twenty seven. Oh man! Gobble gobble. I mean, it's going to be an interesting Monday in the office with Ryan Real Money Kramer. Actually, Virginia Tech basketball plays that day. I know what he, I know his angle. He's going to say we're a basketball school, <laughs> which um, they are now. They are. Mike Young's doing a fantastic job. Remember, folks, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience tomorrow night. Yes, that was Sunday night. Do we have any ad reads to do, by the way? Sunday night, I will be doing. Uh, the college basketball experience. We will go through every single game. ATS. We'll, you will give our locks, our best matchups for Monday when we have over. It's like 130 games on Monday. Fuck yeah! Uh, all right, folks. I want to tell you. Yeah, Monday. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. And from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. <laughs>